within Hunter Central Coast, we, we've got traditional industries, I guess, um, and the realisation is, is there that those are going to change over time um, and maybe fairly rapidly. So it's the time's right to think about what's next, what's going to keep the region sustainable, how we're going to move on and diversify our industry base, our workforce to be ready for you know what's next. The MTP sector, I guess, is is a sector that has opportunity. We've got you know the right people, the right skills to look at opportunities and take take it, move ahead in that sector now. Hello, I'm Caroline Jewell. Welcome to the MTP Connect podcast. Today we head to Newcastle, the second largest city in New South Wales, to find out more about a new regional medtech network. It's about leveraging expertise, boosting advanced manufacturing, and creating innovation jobs in a region synonymous with coal. To tell us more about the medtech network in the Hunter Central Coast region, I'm delighted to introduce Trevor John, Director of Regional Development and Executive Officer of the RDA Hunter Committee, and Kate O'Mara, Project Lead for the MedTech Network at the RDA. And joining me is Dr. Duncan McInnes, MTP Connects Director of Stakeholder Engagement, New South Wales. Welcome to the podcast, Trevor and Kate, and welcome back, Duncan. Thank you very much. And <laughs> thanks for the invitation to join the podcast. It's great to have you guys with us today. It's a really exciting initiative, and you're here to tell us more about the Hunter Central Coast MedTech Industry Network. Can you tell us about the idea behind this industry network and how it was set up? Started quite a few years ago. Uh, RDA Hunter followed a, a, a model from the European Union and the OECD to have a look at where the um, where the strengths were in the industry sectors of the region. So. It's, it's based in, in looking at regional development and it's, it's also looking at where the hunter is where we started, where the hunter's industries uh, needed to change or were being forced to change because of outside um, events and, and, and the shifting economies of the world that we're trying to be competitive in. And so we, we followed up a, a, a strategy called the Smart Specialisation Strategy, which is used in the EU as part of their innovation platform. Um, and, and out of that, we had a look at our existing strengths and then where those existing strengths would take the region forward. So for, for us, it became a, a strategic document that was um, launched by then Prime Minister Turnbull in Canberra. And in in the list of seven sectors for the industries of the region for the future, medtech and pharmaceuticals was identified as as one of those sectors. So uh, it's it's a re origins for us was in um, uh, a strategy for the future and a plan for the development of the future economy of the Hunter region. Our partner in setting up the, um, the MedTech Industry Network is the AI Group, and that's a, a members group, national and, and representing manufacturing. And Trevor Stewart, the local director for the AI Group, 
had already also formed a, a view of looking at his membership and, and where the future direction would be going in the region to include MedTech and, and certainly to have a look at, at how that may fit in with the AI group. So between our economic development and regional development approach and AI groups manufacturing and on the ground shifting into advanced manufacturing and and building on the engineering expertise of the region, it was a nice partnership to bring together to set up what you said quite rightly was the original name for us of the Hunter Central Coast MedTech Industry Network. And when we started to use that as the um, HCCMTIN uh, acronym, <laughs> our, uh, our very good friend and, and international expert and in industry clusters, uh, Professor Roy Green said, you've got to do something about that acronym. That's not going to work. And so uh, with his guidance and, and uh, input, MedTech uh, with capital CCH at the end has become the new acronym. I've got some um, founding network associates, and, and you mentioned Emeritus Professor Roy Green. Who are some of the other groups that have um, come on board with the network? At the Advanced Manufacturing Growth Centre, so the growth centres across the country are very important, I guess, to um, help us grow and develop our industry sectors here. So MTP Connect, thank you very much for all your ongoing support. Um, others in the region and control. So we've got a really strong um, industry cross-section, I guess. So Amp Control, a large uh, advanced manufacturing engineering company in the region. Wiley Corporation, so they're, they're looking at human therapeutics in the region, um, pharmaceutical developments. They're a, a founding partner. University of Newcastle, obviously, Hunter Medical Research Institute, Global Tech, MedTech. So we've, got, we've really got a, a cross-section of companies supporting organisations and um, industry leaders in the region, I suppose. And obviously jobs is a focus. Jobs is a focus. And one of our real platforms in the region for supporting economic development is the creation of a skilled workforce. And we're looking at um, skilled workforce that is responsive to industry need. And maybe as an example is the uh, the amp control story as part of the, the bringing together and, and what was a bit of a trigger for setting up the industry network as um, the pandemic took control and uh, the, the early fears of not having enough ventilators to deal with burgeoning numbers in ICUs around the country. Amp control specialties are in safety for mining and uh, they also have uh, an R&D department of very qualified clever engineers of about 25 people. Uh, and they set themselves the challenge to um, find partners to help them fill in the gaps. That led us to starting to think that some of the skills that are involved in mining safety can also be applied to the manufacturing of medical devices. And so that's an interesting shift for AMP Control, who, um, really have been set up for, for a long time to look after safety in mining is starting to transition into medtech and have found that their skill base is also transferable and the other one that i think is a little bit different for the hunter is we also include durox durox is a veterinary 
science company manufactures pharmaceuticals for animals. And the reason for including them also was part of that link between diseases or the influence of animals on the health of humans. But also when I had a quick tour of the Durox facilities, having a look at their research center, it's a chemistry lab. And it's a chemistry lab that, you know, we see at Hunter Medical Research Institute. Um, looking at the production facilities, there's lots of big stainless steel machines punching out tablets. Obviously, the Durox ones for the horses and, and cattle are a little larger than the uh, the human ones, but it's a pretty similar kind of process. And we were, we were thinking then on that skills and that jobs angle is if we bring together that diverse group of experienced in medical technologies like Whiteley, experienced in veterinarian like Durox, experienced in mining, and then the research sector that's in and around the hunter, that uh, there's a, a better opportunity to get to a critical mass of people who could then push, say, the university or others into helping re-establish or, or set up new training and new information courses and information because you're not just relying on one small part of the economy to try and fill the class up. And that sort of gets to the, the size of the region and those sort of things. Maybe the thing that we haven't touched on yet, Trevor and Kate, is the um, the health delivery in the region and, and the links to you know, a very large hospital. Can you talk a bit more about the size of the patient population and the links to uh, health delivery, both the hospital and allied health? John Hunter Hospital's second largest hospital in Australia. Between the Central Coast and the Hunter region, we have a, about a million people. So it's, it's a sizable population, all of us having our own um, health needs. And also, we're working together with New South Wales Health Pathology, and their point of care testing is the largest in the world. Is that the bit that's that what is? That's what yeah. they say. So their point of care testing is all over New South Wales. And uh, there's an innovation section within pathology who are working on ways to um, upgrade what they do to create new ways of delivery to uh, improve the collection. And, and of course, um, that's also a fabulous source of data and ways then of taking that data, looking at the opportunities for digital health and using the data to help inform decisions that are made on the development of new products and the interaction between those products and the patients that they're dealing with. Within the university research, we must have come across seven or eight different professors of different schools and areas who have their own particular interests and research projects going on. Hunter Medical Research Institute, it has its own specialisations and areas of, of real interest like stroke and stroke rehab, but also has other areas of um, of kind of pure research that are going on. And the Central Coast Medical Research Institute out of Gosford Hospital, which is also another large hospital and growing, is looking at uh, integrated care. So between what's going on on the Central Coast and what's going on on the Hunter, 
we're traveling wise for those who haven't been here in a car about an hour apart so uh reasonably close it's like coming out of a distant suburb of sydney which is only 20 k's away we might be 100 k's but no time at all to travel from one to the other so obviously a large concentration of this focus on health uh medical research technology and this history of industry in the in the region um, which can pivot or you know hopefully adapt to future conditions yeah i think there's been a few events that have sort of catalyzed the enthusiasm behind this you know development of the sector at the moment one of those obviously is COVID, but within hunter central coast we we've got traditional industries i guess um and the realization is is there that those are going to change over time um, and maybe fairly rapidly. So it's the time's right to think about what's next, what's going to keep the region sustainable, how we're going to move on and diversify our industry base, our workforce to be ready for you know what's next. The MTP sector, I guess, is is a sector that has opportunity. We've got you know the right people, the right skills to look at opportunities and take take it and move ahead in that sector now. Kate, I think part of what you said there is what makes this this also exciting is that you've got the skills there and the expertise to to capitalise on this. And maybe what what sets this this network apart from others is that that deep and long-standing engineering expertise. And as Trevor said, maybe it's not at the moment in the medtech space, but these people like Amp Control, they're used to working in highly regulated environments, and that step across into medtech. Is not such a big jump as it might be if if they weren't used to working in you know mining defense and, and space yeah that's right they're transferable skills and and you have some goals for the network you know that you've developed could you talk us through those we're hoping to um grow the mtp sector in the region um and also to you know, highlight the region's capability outside the region so um we want to ensure that there's uh, jobs for the future, we want to grow the sector, and we want to put the right people together to solve real problems in the region. The goals, actually the way we came up with the goals, I think is a good indication for, for some of the, you know, Duncan's perspective on that, um, the collaboration and the way the network has kind of formed and is working. The interest was quite surprising for us for how quickly a number of different groups and people wanted to be part of it and so with that enthusiasm we were able to sit within a uh, in the early days within a room together uh, and then um, running ridiculous teams meetings with 30 or 40 people involved but enough input from the the industry partners to come up with the goals they really come from the grassroots they've come from the individual industry network partners themselves and so that's the kind of the med tech approach to the network and the cluster is we're here to try and facilitate and help make connections, not be from the top down and determining what those those goals and, and the objectives are. What a fantastic idea. I mean, a collaboration that's obviously going to go from strength to strength from the sounds of it. Oh, it's definitely a fantastic initiative. Um, yeah. Collaboration's the key to it. I think everybody's, you know, really keen in this region to work together. 
you know, to solve a problem together and to really um, make a sustainable future for the region. So, uh, you know, I think it's the right time and everybody's working together and, and for the same purpose. Fantastic. And so what, what are the opportunities that you see in the sort of short, medium, long term for things that the, the network can do? We're, we're working through a, a capability audit process at the moment, which has really uncovered some interesting um, information that'll be sort of released in the coming weeks and months. But it's it's really interesting and it really shows what, what we're good at here, what our expertise is. Um, one of those things is surprisingly, I think for a lot of people, was clinical trials. There's 431 trials happening across the Hunter Central Coast at the moment. So there's opportunity to grow that further. We've got the infrastructure here for clinical trials, so we need to promote that fact and, um, you know, try and get more of that happening here. Um, workforce development is a big one. So we need to, you know, upskill people in QMS. So that's important to our industry partners. We've heard they're reporting that it's there's you know difficulty in getting people with the right skills in that that area. So we're we're working on a project around that. Device design and production. So working with partners like New South Wales Health Pathology on you know point of care testing um, and how we take that to the next level and get production manufacturing of those devices happening here in the region. And then we're also looking at other uh, small batch pharmacology um, ideas for clinical trials. The small batch pharmacology came up in discussions with some of the researchers who were finding it difficult to get a, a small batch of medicine made up that they could then use in a trial through the big uh, production houses. And we see that then as perhaps exploring um, and, and happy to work with others who are maybe also looking at it, but exploring the possibility that a niche manufacturing facility could be established, which m meets the needs of lots of researchers much more quickly and, and obviously to the standard that, that that's required. The, the other area we have attracted and uncovered our capability audit has landed on a at least 48 different organisations who are who are part of the network already, whether they are um, medtech production companies or enabling or supporting organisations or the or the research and, and university side. So, in that diverse mix, there's a number of um, uh, startups and a number of um, ideas people. And so we're trying to get the ideas people and the clinicians closer together and then get them to the point where if a new device is being um, suge is suggested as, as being of use, that we can more quickly get from the computer screen into a prototyping facility to build an example of what's being proposed and then test it and then break it as quickly as we can to get it back into the into the system again. So uh, it's a model that's working already with engineering and mining in the region and is very successful and is uncovering new uses for some existing innovation. Uh, it's also linked in with AMP Control. So when AMP Control has been trying to solve some of its mining problems, it's uncovered other uh, 
pieces of information and innovation that hasn't really been uh, targeted at solving the problem they were working on. So they've shelved it. And they've actually, in discussion with other companies, have found other people have done the same thing. So what we've got is ideas, people who come into an environment where someone's already half solved the problem. And if you put the two pieces together and you can prototype and then test and correct that we, we think that there's an opportunity in, in MedTech for that to become a new facility and a focus to support uh, the innovation and development. Uh, it's, I guess, part of the RDA role is uh, letting people know where sources of funds are available and helping people to get good applications in for those funds. So research funding within the region is, we think, pretty important because we will need that investment and we'd like those partnerships, public and private partnerships, to help drive some of this work. And as an example of the sort of opportunity we have of bringing people together, uh, digital health is a bit of a standout. And um, Duncan has spoken to us also before about this of getting the technical people and technical expertise together with the health and, and the patient understanding and bringing the two together, very much the RDA role is as a facilitator to try and make those things happen. And our MedTech network will be the, the way in, hopefully, for a lot more of that digital health development. Wow. So it sounds like it's really a hotspot of innovation up there with a lot of potential and exciting times ahead for you know what's possible in the region. Yeah, we think so. And we're very aware that it's not going to happen just on its own. So we're on the lookout for partnerships. The MedTech network is open. So the more we publicise and talk about what's going on, the more responses we get and the more interest we've had right from you know the beginning, really only in launching in June last year. So Obviously, we're expecting after the podcast, we'll have a few more lead-ins. We've also been trying to make connections outside of the regions. And so right on our doorstep, of course, is Sydney. And we we make connections with people within Sydney. And hopefully some of those see the value of of working with and moving into even into our region. But um, along the the track, we're, we're working with the New South Wales government on their strategy for medtech which from 2018 was really a strategy for sydney medtech not the state medtech so we're having very profitable discussions with um with new south wales government as they re-look at their state strategy and uh, we think from our capability report and the help from duncan and mtp connect we can influence the next version of that strategy to um, to look beyond the boundaries of Sydney as um, areas where medtech and pharma is productive, effective and competitive. And that includes being up in the Central Coast and Hunter regions. So for those interested in joining the medtech network, they should contact Kate. Yes, they can contact me. So you can go to the website first to have a look. So that's medtech with double ch dot org dot au um, or contact me. Yes. And we'll put more information in the the show notes for anyone 
listening to the podcast who um, wants to get in touch um, and obviously those wanting to join the network but also those who might want to work with the network or access some of the technology or the innovation that's going on in, in the area as well. So um, we hope we can get the word out. Well, I'd like to thank you, Trevor and Kate, for coming onto the podcast today. It's been fascinating hearing about the work being done um, in the Hunter and Central Coast region uh, around this new MedTech industry network. Uh, we look forward to following your progress where we hope that um, this will spread the word about the work that that the network is doing and um, we look forward to hearing you know how you go um, you know down the track so thank you so much for joining us today all right thank you thanks for having really enjoyed it thanks caro thanks duncan i'd like to thank trevor john and kate omara from the medtech network at the rda hunter committee and I'd like to thank Duncan for joining the podcast again. This has been the MTP Connect podcast. You can find our podcast on all the usual platforms. Please give us a rating, leave a review and subscribe to hear more great stories from the MTP sector. Until next time.